This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for uh, a regular fortnightly quarter with Dunedin Mayor Aaron Hawkins, who joins us on the line. Now, Morena, uh, good to have you You're with us, morning. Aaron. And uh, well, there we are. We heard a song about stress, and it's actually kind of a, what I wanted to talk to you about this morning, Aaron. Um, cool. This is going to be the, the, the final conversation. What is your hourly rate? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, this is going to be our final conversation uh, ahead of uh, the big decision-making process that um, that our listeners uh, need to make around uh, elections this year. And um, certainly have appreciated the chance to catch up with you on a fortnightly basis. We've um, covered a number of topics, including this one, uh, and that is, you know, um, what it's actually like to be uh, an elected official in the in the city. Interesting uh, that we're seeing, Aaron, across the whole country, uh, some concerns about people being prepared to step forward and um, offer themselves up for elected positions. I'm just looking uh, today at where we stand with um, our council. I think 27 nominations there, so um, that's you know that's not too bad. Perhaps the 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 council and mayoralty positions are uh, you know might not be as much of a concern as things like uh, our Dunedin community boards for example and we're starting to see again some nominations trickle in there but you know it's interesting to see that across the nation um, there is this um, slow response to um, putting your name forward and and you know you're someone who's been there for a little while now, an elected position. What would you say? Let's put the positive spin on it first. What would you say are, um, you know, the joys, the benefits of of putting yourself out there and uh, and taking up, you know, issues on behalf of your community? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say first of all that it certainly does seem I mean, we have enough candidates uh, fill positions for the mayoralty and council. But you know, this is my fifth campaign, I think. Uh, and usually we would have close to 40 candidates for the council and somewhere around a dozen or more uh, for the mayoralty, just as a way of comparing those those two things. Uh, it's an incredible uh, privilege to do this work, which sounds kind of hokey, really. But um, one of the things that I've uh, that I've learned in local government is that as a um, as a country, this isn't a Dunedin thing. Uh, we put a, a lot of energy and a lot of effort and a lot of a lot of stock in our general elections and the composition of our parliament and who gets to write laws and set regulations uh, and do all those sorts of things. Um, but in fact, it is our our local government, our local councils, cities, districts, and regions who make decisions. Uh, who and who look after things that have a far greater impact on most people's lives uh, on a day-to-day basis, uh, and and so it is, it is really important work, and uh, and I've learned to become more patient uh, as I've gotten older, and some of these things take a while to get off the ground, but you know, we are able to do things uh, that that mean something to our, our communities and to our neighbourhoods, uh, and 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 affect them. Positively, and and that is a a great um, a great thing uh, to be able to do. I mean, around the country, you're right. I mean, I think some estimates have seen somewhere around thirty to forty percent of current mayors are standing for re-election. Uh, it is it is harder in 
smaller places because remuneration is set uh, to to a large degree by the population of your district, and so it's hard to um, to find people who have either the the time or the inclination to do it. That isn't so much of an issue uh, in Dunedin, but uh, but look, it's it's a it's a really it's not easy work, and I and I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to call it fun work, but it is it is meaningful work and a and a huge uh, honour to be able to get up every day and and contribute to things that are uh, greater than ourselves. So when you reflect on the numbers as they stand at the moment, not just here but across the country, what do you put um, this perhaps um, this reluctance down to? Uh, I mean, I can only speculate. I think it is a it is a tumultuous time in local government. I mean, that is reasonably clear, and and I think that that does uh, give people pause as to you know we're looking if you're looking out for the next three, six, nine years. You know, this is a period of significant transition uh, for for local government, or at least if it will, it is if it continues on its current trajectory. And I think people are assessing whether or not. Um, they they want to see that through or or leave that task up to others. Uh, we're not immune um, from the same uh, kinds of self-reflection. You know, politicians are capable of self-reflection uh, as any other industry. And I think the last three years through a global pandemic has been bloody hard, regardless of what you do for a living. And people reassess what's important to them and uh, and and where they sit and and and. Um, you know what their family situation is and, and how they how they think they can uh, best use their time. So I think there is there is a bit of that too. But also, um, you know, we can't shy away from the fact that the and we've we've talked about this uh, a, a couple of times the 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 environment that we find find ourselves in in terms of uh, the public discourse is notably. Um, Sharper would be a polite way. Toxic would probably be more accurate at times. It's a it's a really tough spot for people to be in, and I think you know you look at um, put it bluntly, you look at what you're currently doing. Uh, you look at this as a as an option uh, for a prospective candidate or or an incumbent candidate, and 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 ask you have to ask yourself whether what you are able to achieve in a position like this is, is worth um, what you are. Uh, Putting, setting yourself up for in terms of some fairly direct public feedback, and that's that's sad. That, that the, uh, particularly the online environment, but just the the, the the public debate in general has got us to a point where otherwise very capable uh, representatives and governors uh, of our of our local councils are uh, quite rightly reluctant to put themselves and and their families, frankly, in, in, the, in that position. Uh, you've been among a, a group that that, um, that forced a change regarding um, candidates having to declare their residential addresses um, on, mm. on campaigning and so forth. Um, you know, that that's you know one measure that mitigates some of what you've been talking about. Um, and, and I wonder, you know, perhaps another concern not might not just be the behaviour or, or having to face, you know, the public in a much more kind of public way, but also behaviour in, internally within, you know, within councils, um, you know, within community boards, um, but a wrangling and uh, rankling here and there. Um, you know, is your sense that um, that we have, you know, the right 
uh, controls in place, the right protections in place for people who who, who do want to put themselves in positions of elected, um, you know, officialdom, uh, around making sure that you know that that they will go through that process in a in a safe way, if not an easy way. But there are protections for them. What, what what's your sense of that? I, I'm, I'm not sure if I understand what you mean by protection. I mean, currently there's there's no real protection for 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 elected members. Um, and and look at uh, I mean within procedurally was, within you know within the uh, what oh in terms of the actual running of meetings and yes things. Oh, um, yeah that, that's um, we would never anticipate that any elected body would be unanimous in their worldview or their priorities or their values because our community isn't and that's who elects us and 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 the the job of the chair of meetings when it comes to um, you know the actual business of of council or our committees or, or community boards is to uh, make sure that all of those views are able to be represented in our discussions and in debates in a way that is 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 respectful and I, and I think um, by and large we're able to achieve that. Uh, we have very few tools though however. Uh, when it comes to dealing with uh, bad behaviour, which does happen from time to time, and that's not unique to uh, to, um, to to local government, or and certainly not unique to Dunedin, and that's you know there's there's nothing we, we are we don't work for the council, so there's nothing that this that the organisation can do from a uh, from an HR point of view that you would do with employees, you know, so so they they've got a little to offer there. We have, the code of conduct process, so people can lodge formal complaints, and then we spend this, um, spend some money on uh, on, a, on a formal investigation, and, and then it makes a determination back to council. And again, the the options that you have are, are pretty uh, poor, and so you then have, you're in a situation where you have to question whether you know you take the principled position of saying this is unacceptable behaviour and it should be pointed out as such, knowing that uh, it will be expensive and achieve nothing <laughs> other than um, potentially, you know, re-traumatising the victims of bad behaviour, or providing uh, a, a platform for people to be able to to repeat that, and so that's it's uh, difficult. And, and in um, not the best week to be having this conversation, but in, in central government, for example, there's, uh, that gets filtered out because people are there by virtue of being selected by their political parties, and generally speaking. Um, they're less tolerant of that, and, and your career is, um, is is cut unceremoniously short if your uh, behaviour brings uh, brings the party into disrepute. But in local government, where people are elected as individuals and mostly uh, as as independent individuals, you don't have that kind of mechanism that um, that exists, for example, in uh, in, the, in the UK and their uh, local government system and, and in our and in our parliament. So. Which is a really long way of saying there's not a lot we could do uh, to manage uh, bad behaviour, but uh, the, you know the the community's um, opportunity comes up every three years to make their own assessment as to whether the the decorum or behaviour or um, procedures of of council are um, 
adequate. And so, you know, necessarily a, a thick skin is is helpful uh, if you're going to put your name forward for uh, elected officialdom, no doubt. What what else would you say mm. were were the were the kind of um, personal characteristics that that um, that re- reflect in someone who you know makes uh, a, an excellent contribution in this kind of environment? What do you like to see? I've learnt over time to become more patient. I mean, I came into into politics from more of an activist background, I suppose, and was in a hurry to do everything all at once. Uh, and and that doesn't always get you uh, the best outcomes. I think um, I think being I mean, it's really basic stuff like doing the being prepared and doing the work and being familiar with the. The, the reports that staff have written for us and, and able to inform you know decent discussion and debate uh, and 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 being able to do that uh, and you know not necessarily feeling compelled to uh, c- contribute uh, well uh, the 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 quality of uh, contribution isn't necessarily measured by volume and and some of my um, um, some of the colleagues that I've worked with over the last nine or so years who have had the most to offer uh, have had the um, the least to say uh, or or the least uh, time to be able to commit uh, on top of all that uh, on top of all that they do. So, you know, taking your uh, and this is something I was guilty of, you know, asking a million questions and uh, feeling compelled to speak on things, and, and over time have become kind of more more reflective about that. Um, being, I mean, and just being able to um, reflect on other people's perspectives and reflect on new information and being able to change your mind or moderate your position or build consensus. I mean, I talk about this a lot. One of the great things about local government is that there is no government and opposition. You know, anybody can turn up on any day and put forward an idea and if you can get seven other people around the table to agree with you that it's a good idea then, then that's what we do. You don't have to spend three or six or nine years of, in opposition shouting into the void and, and I've enjoyed working with um, you know, some of the most Labour Party people you, you'll ever meet and some of the bluest people you'll ever meet and we work together on things that benefit the city and I think being able to um, uh, build those relationships and, and be open-minded to others perspectives is an incredibly powerful thing to be able to bring to the council table because we're not going to always win uh, and and sometimes it is a, a question of compromise and consensus and, and unless you're able to um, to to do that then uh, it can be a, a lonely existence I think. Well nominations are open uh, at the moment they close tomorrow at noon for anyone interested at midday yeah, yes indeed and so. the, the other thing that the other thing that closes tomorrow is the uh, is the electoral roll uh, so um you can go to vote.nz which is the electoral commission website and uh, and check because it's a postal ballot you can check that your enrollment details are up to date if they're not you can change them if you haven't enrolled you can do that online uh, tomorrow is the uh, is the cutoff date for that. You can still vote by way of a special vote, but the easiest way to make sure that you can participate is by uh, checking today or tomorrow that your that your postal details are up to date. Just finally, Aaron, um, you've got a number of balls in the air at the moment. If you were given the opportunity 
um, to continue working in the way you have. Um, what are the th- uh, maybe say the two things that you would really appreciate uh, a chance to see through? Yeah, at, at a highest level, I think two of the most important things that we're working on at the moment is um, is our response to climate change, both both at an adaptation um, level, which is South Dunedin Futures and some of that associated work, uh, and at a mitigation level, which is the, the city's uh, emissions reduction plan. And I think uh, a huge task for the incoming council will be to build on the work that we have done so far and showing and starting to show leadership on, on climate action. That's a big one. Uh, and, and, and that sits across everything that we do. And another, uh, and another uh, key uh, thing for us that sits at that same level is, is our relationship with Mana Whenua and our commitment to uh, the Treaty of Waitangi and, and looking at how the work that we do and the services that we deliver uh, contribute to that. And, and that is, um, as much as anything else, uh, about uh, relationships, and those have been somewhat strained uh, over the past few months, and, and the reasons for that have been uh, well traversed. But I think that is uh, also something that is incumbent on uh, the incoming uh, mayor and council to to continue to try and rebuild those bridges and and uh, and make that a priority, so that uh, we are able to to make good on the commitments that that we have made. So uh, everything else um, kind of follows on from that really, but uh, that's, those are the two things that um, are really front of mind for me at the moment. Well, let's look forward to a good, clean tussle. Uh, okay, we'll see uh, very shortly, uh, as of noon tomorrow, who we will be considering uh, for council positions and indeed the mayoralty and, of course, our community boards as well. And let's just hope it's one of those Dunedin things and everyone just leaves everything to the last minute and suddenly our officials are flooded with uh, with nominations. They won't appreciate uh, having to work late on it, but, um, but uh, probably the more important issue is getting as many people up there for us to consider as voters. Aaron, thank you so much for your conversation today and indeed uh, across the, the last couple of years I've really enjoyed these fortnightly chats we'll let you yeah, get back to, to mayoral business and indeed to electioneering as you get closer to it. Kia ora. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.